Hello and welcome to the Fine Line Podcast. I'm Cletus. I'm Cephas. We are a podcast made by Christians for Christians who are passionate about Jesus. But we also like movies and things in our culture that don't 100% always line up with our worldview. We understand that it can be hard to draw a fine line between these two worlds, especially when at times it seems like they're on opposing sides. However, Jesus is able to help us navigate and find the fine line. It's not impossible, but sometimes it is hard to find. Yes, it is. Cephas, how's your week been? Oh, man. The past couple of weeks have been a mixed bag. bag. Mixed bag. baguette. Yeah. Uh, February was just not a fun month when it came to school. But a couple of surprises that kind of bummer came up and uh, just weren't fun to find out. Um, but then afterwards, uh, yeah, it, the good is that, you know, God will provide. So I'm looking forward to that. Provide and what? He'll provide the finances for me to go to school and stuff. Sweet. Uh, finish out the semester strong. And uh, other good news, I got a new job at the Arrington Vineyards. Nice. Yeah. Have you, how long has that been going? I started Thursday, this past Thursday. Oh, nice. That's like actually this week news. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, this week news. Like not like two weeks ago. Not like six. When did we release the last episode? It was, it was last weeks. year. It's fine. Last, yeah. How about you, man? This past couple of weeks. My man? last couple of weeks, I found out how to survive with almost no sleep. It's great. I actually, we talked about declarations last time. Mm-hmm. I added to my declarations, I always sleep well and dream with the king because I know that I don't currently sleep well yeah. or enough. So I'm like, I'm adding the declaration so I will hopefully get supernatural <laughs> sleep in between not sleeping. Yeah. Um, which is mostly because I can now sort of talk about it. We are done with production of the Overwatch fan film that we've been working on. Right. Overwatch. The secret one. Yeah, the secret about. one that is, uh, it's based on a video game. Mm-hmm. Super popular, 25 million worldwide hmm. current players. Which so it's is, an up and coming game? It's the the big, yeah, the the, the game. It's the game. Uh, but it's really good. So we are in full swing production. We have somebody from church. Hetty is uh, editing for us. Get out. No, yeah. You didn't know that? Get out, mate. Yeah. Oh, Which that's cool. that's literally declarations by her. Really? Yeah. She says to me, I need editing jobs. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I'll keep you in mind. Next day, our producer goes, I don't want to edit this. Get out. I don't want you to edit this. Come we need, on. We need professional help. And I was like, yeah, we do. Other than that, Dude. I know an editor, and he's like, okay, well, let's get her in, see what she's got. I'm like, she's never done a short film, though. She's only done music videos. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, let's see what she can do. We bring her in. In three days, she does what it would have taken us a week or two to do. Come on. And I'm like, what hey do you Lord. do? I'm like, can you teach me how you do that? She's like, yeah, sure. I'm like, wait a minute. No, it's trade secrets. You probably shouldn't. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you should continue hiring me. I'm like, yeah. yes, cool. Um, so that was good by her. And I also got an assistant because I got promoted from uh, like co-producer to like legit producer because um, the producer is taking more of a director's role. So that's sweet. Yeah. So I handled all logistics for the shoot and got go. an assistant. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, and also I've got a YouTube project coming. What? Yeah. Dude. Well, like three of them. Nice. But one one specifically that's really big that I can't talk about yet because it's not even started pre-production yet. Another one of those. Yeah, it's uh these the bigger the projects 
the projects get, the longer I have to wait to talk about them. This one's not so big that I can't, like, probably in the next podcast I'll talk about it because we'll be in pre-production then. But it's super good. They, so yeah. these people approach me, they're like, hey, so do you want to, like, help us make YouTube? I'm like, yes, heck YouTube. yes. <laughs> like, why would, why you, it's this girl, she has the most memeable face. It's so funny. It, every picture on her Instagram, mm. you look at it and you're like, you could just meme that and it would be internet viral instantly. So it's, just meme that. I literally have 15 screenshots I'm about to meme and start throwing <laughs> all over the internet. It'll be hilarious. Cash me outside? Yeah, she says that all the time and it's always perfect. Um, so Quick question. Yo. Can I get to visit you on the sets still? Yeah, probably. Cool. Yeah. I mean, they're not that big. Uh-huh. It's me and a camera. It's a big project for just myself to be doing mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll if i do it right it'll get more views than anything else uh ever has that i've done oh dude including the big overwatch project because <laughs> it's more in the viral video sort of realm it's not like quality content yeah uh but it'll be good and uh they they approach me and they go like hey do you have time to do this like we don't even know like you sound pretty busy with that overwatch thing i'm like I always have time to make more money. <laughs> and they're like, sweet, let's do it. I like that. It's beautiful. Yeah. I've got time to make more money. So, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about Logan. Well, thanks for letting me know. I'm, I was prepared for a different movie. Oh. Are you talking about Harvey? Harvey Dent? Dent. <laughs> yeah, the movie. <laughs> Oh no, the Wolverine. Uh, this is the Wolverine movie. Yeah, yeah. the Wolverine yeah, okay. movie. Yeah, Logan. Uh, Old Man Logan, based on the popular comic book Old Man Logan. Yeah. Based on the popular comic Wolverine. Yeah. Based on the X Men. Yeah. Based on the civil rights. Based on Black History Month. Oh yeah. Well, the movie is anyway. Hey, what? They, oh, they missed Black History Month. What are they talking? We'll talk about that more in a minute. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about the movie. So. Because you're the comic book expert here. Yes. Logan stars the huge jacked man. Is I at it again. I <laughs> I couldn't resist. No. So, yeah, the huge jacked man, yeah. Hugh Jackman, is at it again yeah. in his last hurrah as Wolverine. Yeah. But he's old, he's dying, and he's coping with the fact that he's about to ride out into his last sunset. Bummer. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoilers, by the way, if you didn't already know. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to give away the whole movie. Yeah. Sorry, continue. We'll get in. Actually, if we'll get into whether you should see it or not. Yeah. You, yeah. you may not spoil it because you're not going to watch it. Yeah, but we are going to spoil it. But yeah, continue. Yeah. In a big way. So what were some things that you liked? What are some things you disliked, my good man? Well, for me, more violence is more interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Personally, um, as a filmmaker, I've tried to, like, I... I, I do every job until I can get the budget to hire someone else out to do it. Mm-hmm. I did a project last year where I had to create all the sound effects for a fight scene. It is impossible. <laughs> I had like, no, not those, the punches. So I'm like, I'm over here like, psh, 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 like doing everything possible, like hitting the couch, punching wallets, <laughs> like getting a leather jacket, punching it, hitting a piece of wood against my couch. Like I couldn't make it work. It was so weird. So I listen to the sound effects in this, like every slice from Wolverine's claws so like and every punch, and <laughs> it was so beautiful. Uh-huh. I mean, just the sound design was beautiful. It's gruesome and gross, yes. but it's like intense, and I'm like, I feel every hit. 
Mm. Oh, it was so beautiful. So yeah. sound design was amazing. I love the violence. Mm. Because unlike, I don't know if you wanted to talk about this later, but unlike movies, say The Expendables, where it's mindless violence and hundreds of people die, mm-hmm. and they're usually all wearing masks, so it's just like, oh, someone died. In <laughs> this movie, every person has a face. Mm-hmm. Even if they're wearing sunglasses, they're still very much more human, so every death is like weighty. Mm-hmm. So I loved that about it. They do kill tons of people. Yeah. But it's much more like, oh, wow, they just killed somebody. And it was gruesome. And they probably chopped an arm or a leg or a hand or a head off. Oh, they definitely chopped off some heads. On Yeah, a lot of heads. That was pretty. That was heads probably the green. grossest scene of the movie is when the girl X-23 comes out and rolls holding a dude's head. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with her like going ham on these dudes and... <laughs> slicing them up <laughs> christmas ham, christmas literally. ham like spiral cut <laughs> <laughs> but when she comes out dropping a head i'm like she's a kid oh yeah that was kind of that was kind of gross but i definitely cried at the end like twice oh dude the whole i go the whole movie i'm like wow this, this is gonna be a boring movie if there's no emotion <laughs> in here <laughs> and then it hits and you. then just waterworks and then they flip the lights on as soon as the movie hits black and i'm like I'm weeping in front of all my friends over here. <laughs> Dude looks over at me, the director of the Overwatch project. He's like, Are you crying? So I'm you, like, You no! can't hide under the cover of darkness. <laughs> exactly. I hear some sniffles behind me. Beware of the light. <laughs> Do not go softly into the dying of the light. Uh, <laughs> I only I only remember that. Why do you remember? I was just watching Interstellar today. Um, best movie ever, in my opinion. But it was... Okay, so this was like the hardest movie for me to watch because top three heroes in my mind are Superman, Captain America, and Wolverine. Mm. All three super strong and invincible. Mm-hmm. I feel like because... So every time I watch Man of Steel, they or not Man of Steel, Superman. Superman, anything. There's a different Superman every time. Yeah. They kill him every time. They kryptonite yeah. him and like almost kill him every time. Yeah. So when you see it, it's like, yeah, so, it's, so you're killing Superman again, he's going to come back. Right. Okay, that's a given. Captain America, like sort of similar thing. Marvel Universe, you're not allowed to kill anybody. They'll bring him back. Oh, um, dude, well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, I keep missing high fives today. Um, so I don't know if it's because Wolverine is so invincible and we're finally seeing him die or if it's because Hugh Jackman is no longer Wolverine that's mm-hmm. more impactful to me mm-hmm. but I'm like oh I've had Wolverine as the man like they try and kill him off they put him through a lot mm-hmm. but he's never like gonna die and then seeing him in this movie he's like all weak and he can't heal and he's just getting stabbed like every time he uses his claws like before it was acknowledge that it's painful to use his claws it's like yeah he's stabbing himself to yeah. use them but now it's like they don't the wounds from his claws don't heal every time he puts them back in yeah it's like oh man he's like shaking and like drinking a lot and he's all this stuff's wrong with him and just gets beat up by a bunch of mexicans on the border like oh man <laughs> like tacos he's yeah he's just getting beat up left and right and it's hard to watch yeah um but I'm, I'll be sad to not see any more Wolverine movies. Mm-hmm. This is pr- a good one to go out on, though. Like, top, oh, yeah. top notch. I would say I'd give it an Oscar. I'd give him I an Oscar. I think it I'd should give the get little, an Oscar. I'd give the little girl an Oscar. Yes. I'd give she everyone, has a very magnetic personality. Well, it's very magnetic. I, 
we'll talk about this more later, but I'd give everyone except the composer an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stewart? Well done. Oh, my gosh. What a, what a legend, man. Very polar opposite to everything we've seen him in. To the Logan. It's more like Logan. Yeah. Like, get out of my way. You're like, And then mother, father, sister, brother. This little. is... Yeah, and this is the first time that I've seen Patrick Stewart not be the captain. Or like the composed dude. Yeah, he's not like, I'm solid, I'm in charge, I'm the captain of the ship, I'm the leader of the band. <laughs> I am the captain now. I am the captain now. Look, look at me, Logan. Look at me, Logan. That would be... <laughs> look at me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Logan, look at me or else I'll have a brain seizure and make you melt. Uh, oh, man. So yeah, that's that's just my basic thoughts. But okay. what do you think? So uh, I I kind of agree with all those things that you kind of said. I, I dude, I cried. Uh, this is the second time I've watched Hugh Jackman in the theaters. Um, and so uh, I think the first time I saw him was in Les Mis in the theaters. Both times, two for two, I cried, cried my eyes out. I'm just gonna call out because we were talking about it earlier. The obvious opposite bias. It's surprising that we both like this movie because I hated Les Mis. Someone wow. t- someone talked me into it. I didn't realize it was a musical when I saw it. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that yeah. it was like nine hours long. <laughs> like, like, where's the? Is there an intermission? <laughs> I started watching it. I was like, hey, it's ten o'clock. I'll you know I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> At like twelve thirty, it's still going, <laughs> and I'm like, and are they gonna? Wait a minute, they haven't stopped singing yet. I thought this was gonna be like the sound of music. Like there's some actual movie in here somewhere. Oh my gosh! So we have exactly opposite biases on movies, but oh, somehow we both like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like what on earth? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so I um, I love the violence and the realism of the characters. Uh, you know what's so funny? What I loved about the violence was that it was so cathartic. Um, it just felt so well deserved and relieving to see that level of violence and it not being like played up violence for the sake of being violent, but it was violence for um, the sake of the story. And um, they're just going for full on Wolverine like he is in the comics that isn't like PG 13ified, uh, just went straight for it. And I loved how all the characters, though some of them had superpowers, they all seem human and relatable and they yeah. weren't going through like another end of the world's blue beam in the sky trying to fix that thing again it's more like they're going through human problems like human uh inter interconnected interrelational yes. problems um second thing that i liked about this movie was that it's not a perfect movie and uh in what way there's there's two plot holes that we'll get into later on um but it's like it's so good of a performance like ev- because of what everyone does and how they bring their characters to life on the table it works like it you, does. You, you you can like overlook it and as like, a whole as a whole yeah the movie is insanely good yeah if you which is what makes it good to me is hey i didn't realize for 2 hours that i'm watching a movie mhm which is to me like the litmus test of any movie if i go somewhere in the middle you know the boring middle like the beginning of every movie is excellent setting it up they have so. to get your attention it's excellent the end of every movie usually pretty excellent mm-hmm. that middle but, part but that long middle where they have to build the story and the mm-hmm. characters the things that you have to do in a movie 
if they lose me there, then I'm like, oh, it was a boring movie. But yeah. if they keep me all the way through, they had enough intense violence <laughs> and like actual story development of people that it was. I liked it. It was pretty awesome. Oh yeah. And it also follows the very simple but time honored structure that I love in movies. Three plot structure. No. Oh. There's a good guy, and there's a bad guy, and the bad guy loses. Okay. Oh, that's oh oh that's in the most fundamental way. That's what I need in a movie. Okay, yeah, I'll entertain that. Yeah, I d- I, d- I mean there are other movies do need to exist and have more complex plots and different things. Mm-hmm. But in, on the most basic level, that's why I love that movie. Yeah, is because like there's the bad guy, he gets direct. Mm. There's the good guys, they win. I mean it's pretty tragic, but they win. Right. Spoiler alert: someone dies. Somebody, they all die. Uh, and, and that's actually that goes into my final point is that. Oh wait, yeah. Yeah, the the finality. The final is that it just it ends, like it finally does. it ends. Like with as a comic book fan, I love the idea that we have world building and we have extended universes, like the MCU and the DCEU. That's sometime gonna happen whenever that does for the Justice League. But like, I'm so glad to have things end. Sometimes you just. You don't need to have something go on forever and ever. Like, it is great, but it gets then it boring. gets old, and then you like ruin your characters and you right. ruin your story. It's like going five seasons too long on a TV show. Ex- Smallville, looking at you. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's just I hate to see you, Jackman, go. But like, oh, like you yeah. said, he went out in such a blaze of glory. Both him and Patrick Stewart went yeah, out in a blaze definitely. of glory, and just. I'll love to see them in like some other completely unrelated role in a movie in a couple right. of years, and it'll be like, oh, look, they're back, and they're old, and they're like way cool. Like yeah. Michael Michael Caine as a young actor, like amazing in a lot of movies, but Michael Caine is an old actor. Much in a better. Lot of, I'm like, whoa. He's it's... like fine wine, man, that just got better with age. Same with Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Wait, this is Westerns. an obscure guy from the first 100th episode, right? The, what? Remember you were talking about Robert Duvall in our 100th I'm always, episode? I'm always talking about Robert Duvall. Our inaugural he's 100th in, He's episode. in a lot of uh, westerns that you haven't seen. Yeah. He's like the western dude. I thought that was Clint Eastwood. Well, or yeah, John Wayne. I mean, yeah, them too. But like, <laughs> other than that, he he's is Mr. the- Duvall. Yeah, it's him. And he's like, he, all the stuff he was previously in, amazing. Hmm. All the stuff he's in as an older dude, amazing. So I'm waiting for Hugh Jackman to like- into his 70s and 80s still be acting and like be super awesome oh well with his credentials and all this stuff he'll still be acting oh yeah it'll yeah be, it'll be amazing probably do some more musicals but nevertheless lame is too yeah so you want to you want to discuss this movie on the on the on the little points yeah yeah let's go ahead and break this let's thing down what are what are some things that you you know <laughs> i think you have well, some thoughts i have a few thoughts for sure not as many as you, because you're the comic book guy. So you can read off your the next seven pages of <laughs> paper. Um, you mean my, seven panels? Uh, panels. Get it right, ha, man. Ha, <laughs> oh. No, you wrote pages. <laughs> Yellow pages. Yellow pages. Okay. Um, so the music was interesting, because mm. you mentioned the music to me. You're like, what do you think of the music? I'm like, I don't remember, because it, it fits it, so well. To me, uh-huh. okay. it fits so well that I went, I, to me, it's all about the the total cinema experience. If I don't notice something, it means it was so good that I didn't have to think. 
But if you didn't notice it, that also means it probably wasn't that good. Yes, with the, the same in, in regards yeah. to music. Sometimes. For example, Interstellar, one of my favorite soundtracks as a whole, mm-hmm. doesn't have the best individual songs, but like as a whole, I love that soundtrack. And I noticed it continuously because mm-hmm. I was like, this would be a boring scene with any other soundtrack. That organ. Hashtag organs. I know, it's it's a lot of organs, but <laughs> with any other soundtrack on Interstellar, it would be so boring. <laughs> it's literal organs. <laughs> the literal organs. It <laughs> vibrates. It does. Organs. It vibrates your organs for sure when you're, you got that bass turned up. That's why I only listen to that soundtrack in your car. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the soundtrack, it fits so well, I didn't notice it, but also that means that it was not that rememberable. And then we went back. I'm just going to play a little clip for you here. Tell me what it sounds so like. So this is the intro so for Logan. The, the intro for Logan. Listen or I th- think the first first song on the film score. Yeah, it's the main the main title theme. And now here is the Daredevil theme. So similar, similar or exactly the same coincidence. I uh, think not. <laughs> um, and then this similar thing with the X twenty four theme, right? And the song called Oil Rig from Man of Steel. It's it's so hilariously close. I don't know if they ripped it off completely. Like, do, I don't know what goes through people's heads. Like, James the, Mangold, you did a temp score, man. James, guilty. James. Guilty as charged, man. For real. Like, I don't know if they were trying to copy it. It sounds like they were. Or if they just... there's. It's possible to have the same idea twice. I don't know if I told you about this, but me and Grayson, the producer on this uh, Overwatch mm-hmm. short... We wrote and produced a short film that is The Accountant, the movie with Ben Affleck. It's exactly the same movie. There's very minor differences. It's hilarious. Did you have a huge jack man named Ben Affleck? No, Uh but there was somebody completely unrelated. There was a friend on Facebook that said, who's the best Batman actor? And there's all these people like, you know, everybody comments what they think. And I go, why are you even asking this question? It's Ben Affleck. And get roasted <laughs> in the comments. They're like, no, 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 no man. No. You, the, the answer you go with is Kevin Conroy. He's a voice of Batman the animated even series. Know who that is. Because he's I'm a not, voice of Batman for like okay. the past. That's never good. Mind. That's why you're here because I don't watch that stuff. Uh, Anywho, the music was. I loved it in the movie. Batman. In the movie, I love the music. Outside mm-hmm. the movie, I listen to it and I'm like. This is a TV show theme song yeah. with a copied song from Man of Steel. Yeah, I tried listening to it. Like, I tried doing this tradition of, like, listen to a movie's film score before and then afterwards to try and get a feel of the movie and then replay the movie in my mind. I couldn't even finish it the first time because I was just like, huh. it just seemed so Oh, my gosh. Generic. You know what it sounded like is somebody 
got a new. You, you know what? If, if I had to guess, it sounds like James Horner got a new synth sound pack for his like Fruity Loop studio or like <laughs> from Amazon shipped in. Shipped yeah, he just on like a drone. shipped it in, dropped it off at his house, and he's like, "Yeah, check this out," because it's just like one synth soundtrack after another, and it's it's not great. But in mm-hmm. the movie, I didn't notice. So to me, that like visual effects, mm-hmm. you know, visual effects are great if you see the behind the scenes and you see them like take the layers off. Yeah, and you go. It wasn't snowing? <laughs> what? There wasn't snow on the ground? What? Yeah. But, like, I mean, obviously, like, Transformers. Great CG, but you know that it's CG. I don't know if that's a good example. So that detracts. Maybe. To me, that detracts Avatar. from it. Avatar. Avatar's probably mm, a better example. Maybe, yeah. But, like, movies where you don't even notice. Mm-hmm. That's, to me, better. Same thing with music. Gotcha. I'd rather have an amazing soundtrack. But if I don't notice it, that means it wasn't bad. Yeah, I I I have to say I'm the opposite. If I notice it and if it takes me on the takes me away and adds to that experience, it's like it's like a hamburger. So the movie's a hamburger. You know it's gonna be good or you know it's gonna be bad. But mm. the movie film score is a ketchup, you know, the mustard, <laughs> the onions, the lettuce, the thing that adds a little bit of flavor, or the spices in the burger itself that add flair and make it distinct, its own thing. Yes. That's what it's like the difference between Chick fil A and Hardee's. Waffle House and IHOP. Why did they not get somebody who's a good composer? They probably got. Uh, I don't know. I, they probably blew so much on like production, on the marketing, claw, special effects, like, special effects, marketing, all that sort of stuff, and paying Hugh Jackman as well. Yeah, they blew the budget on him. So they probably were just like, yeah, let's just get Marco Bellatrami. Who even is that? The dude who composed it. What I mean, what else has he done? Gods of Egypt. Ben Hur, the recent one, never flopped. saw. It. Didn't see either. Both of them flopped. They were critically panned. Well, um, it's like you you make a movie, a biblical movie that Christians can't watch. Yeah, like it was just. It, well, then again, Ben Hur was just one of those movies you just don't need to touch. Like especially since Charles Charlton Heston did it. I heard about it when it came out, and I never cared. Yeah, no one cares about that movie. It's not relatable. So, and he did the score for that. I know he did like one good movie. I went and looked up his stuff but i forgot <laughs> he, did, he did one good thing. he did a couple but i forgot and yeah so what's some uh something you want to discuss about this movie the violence it's it's so selling violent. point it's its primary selling point and it's the central theme of the comic if i'm not mistaken this is yeah and i remember hearing hugh jackman talk about it that he was wanting to go for something all the way and um in a style of like unforgiven where they just don't hold back the punches and it stayed true to the character of Wolverine and the lore. And the thing that I loved about it was that it didn't trivialize it or glorify it as most action movies do. Um, it was the it was the character in the movie. Like the violence itself was a character in the movie uh, because it it was it visually displayed that it was painful and that for me I felt like every violent choice was weighed with a painful cost. Yeah. Like, it just, everything, like, especially since Wolverine had no healing factor, uh, they took away his crutch, and even when they kill off uh, Professor X with X-24, who's Wolverine's clone, um, there's no seizure that's going to save him, or, like... uh, Oh, yeah, it's like, and he's dead. Yeah, they alluded to the seizure, like, him having a seizure that helped Logan buy some time in the hotel. Yeah. But, like, there was no seizure this time, and, like... He's just done. Yeah, all the crutches got taken out. I was waiting so. for the dream sequence to end. I'm like, oh, there's a Logan that looks kind of weird. Maybe he's in a right. dream sequence. And then it's like, 
and they keep going and they keep oh oh it's a clone oh my god yeah the movie they just killed the professor yeah the the movie ends with x24 his clone like literally slamming logan against like a bloody tree root like oh pointy gosh, tree root yeah, that's and violent. it just ends right there uh, did they end right there? I forgot well, like, how they ended. Short, shortly afterwards, but like the movie and like, there's no like. Oh, oh yeah. He gets some healing juice or healing some like he's on some healing juice to temporarily yeah. give him a boost, but like it ends right there. There is no. That's so violent. It, it makes every choice suddenly. It's like the difference between riddling someone with a nameless character with bullets, or looking someone in the eye and point and pulling that trigger. Yeah. It's definitely much more human. Yeah. And it goes once and again. inhumane. In humans? More? Like the X-Men <laughs> hybrid comic? Because that, that, that is, is... Are you going there? I know. I've accidentally made a, a real... Uh, I was just saying it's human, more human, but uh-huh. less humane. Than, <laughs> but yeah. I, made a, I made a comic book reference accidentally. There you go. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it shows one takes a life, there is a cost. And like, you see Wolverine, like him shaking and like, he's talking. Oh yeah. He goes like with the comic books and he's just like, some of it happened, but not like this, just like off the hand. Like I've, I love that, but I've got to skip to your next point because it's so funny (laughs) with all that being said, this movie has a glaring flaw that was pop a couple caps in the man. (laughs) Cause yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll lead into this, but so they have. The the what's his name? Pierce. Pierce. He comes over. Hey guys, what's up? They knock him out. Hey, right Caliban. Of a desert, like Caliban, in a stranded. Just go dump his body. Like that, that's what they've okay, got a okay, pistol. Hold on, paint the scene. So, they, yeah, they've knocked him out, and they both like Wolverine has his gun, and Caliban and looks at Wolverine. Infinite killing power. And infinite, like he's he's killed countless people like in and the first five minutes and this caliban and they're just like hey let's just go drop him off in the desert why not why not because he's gonna he's, come back forever and he's come... the government official who's hounding you down yeah you have his gun and you're asking what, what should we what do should we what, i don't know pop double a couple tap right now caps. pop pop <laughs> in the sun there goes the movie give me a third one just make sure <laughs> there we the end like one in the like forehead, two in the heart, and then one in the spinal cord just to make sure he doesn't move, like I, he's paralyzed. That's when I like want to rip on writers, and I'm like, hey Come guys, on. there's that was just lazy. Yes, like there's so many more things that are interesting that you could have done. Yeah, like I don't know, instead of them knocking him out, and then him coming and then back he comes with the back army in the next scene, he could have. Like they're sitting there, they knock him out, and then the army rolls up right then. Like no, 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 no. You and then they like have caps. to revive him. Yeah, like just what are, like they use him as a hostage or something. And then there's like a huge gunfight to get the captain back. Yeah. While and you kill him afterwards because he just yeah. the, 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 he's and somehow I'm he, the es- captain now. he escapes in the chaos or something. Yeah. Like not they drop him in the desert. He comes back, takes Caliban, and like uh, like what? Come on, man. what even is that? The second that go- that's the first plot hole. Second second plot hole. It's established that. Wolverine has an adamantium bullet. And so X24 is his clone that has a whole lot more rage, has no conscience, no nothing. Younger. Younger. More, like heal, sleeker, heal ability. Victoria's Secret version. Better looking. Wolverine. <laughs> what on earth? I don't know if let's go that far. <laughs> we, we let's X that one out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't edit these at all. Um, so Wolverine has an encounter with X24, gets horribly mauled by this Wrecked. dude. Wrecked, and his creator, like the dude who the scientist that created X twenty four, is right there just, in the scene, just hanging out. You're trying to kidnap X twenty three. Wolverine survives, but 
it's already established they have this bullet that can pierce through X-24 and knock him out in this one scene. Why doesn't Wolverine just grab a revolver, which ends up happening later on in the movie, Yeah, when he's about to die? And well, the girl X- does that. The girl does that, but like, there's a whole lot more guns lying around. You I mean, just... that's, I w- that's not as bad as the first one. I think, <laughs> I think it's fine because like, Logan is in a lot of pain. He's just been shredded. Right. And he's just, all he's thinking about is just leaving. But that's, but that, but okay, yes. But he just did endure that and he's like, yeah. good. So maybe but he's then, not thinking, but like. But then here's it, the other thing. It also The scientist who created X24 and could create more X24s is lying unconscious. Isn't in he X- the son of like his arch nemesis? Yeah, Will Stryker. Yeah. Or from X-Men 2 who yeah. created Wolverine and Wolverine killed him in X- X-Men 2, X-Men yeah. United, best X-Men in, in that trilogy. But anyways, it's all about the trilogies. The guy is staying lying, lying there unconscious, and Wolverine kind of limps out of that battle with yeah. X twenty four. Just kill him right then Burner. and there. Final. The scientist. Th- this isn't a MCU movie where if you kill a Hydra agent, another one comes up. No, just kill him right yeah, then he, and there. Not, there's you not have two no more problem place. killing everybody else. Just kill him right then and there. I know. And if you weren't gonna kill him, hey writers, find a way for him to escape during the battle. Yeah. So that he's not there. He's not just lying on like, the ground within oh. Wolverine's claws reach. Yeah. To, ah. Dumb. Super yeah. dumb. So, yeah. Those are the two plot holes. So, Hugh Jackman's gone. We're done. He's no longer Wolverine. Yeah. Bittersweet. And it's 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 so... Dude, that's why I lost it. Because I was like, that's what final scene when she oh, goes... Yeah. It, where she, like, you know, uh, turns the cross to an X... And you know, that's it. He's gone. Like, Hugh Jackman's not coming back. Great for I him. I know. I was weeping. Great for him, but it's just, ah. Oh. I know. He's, he, had, he, he had his lifetime contract was almost as long as Mark Hamill's. They were, they were getting <laughs> Star up there. Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, wow. They were getting up there. Well, technically, Mark Hamill still wins it because he came back again. Mark Hamill is still kicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, at some point, they have to... Just let it All go. good things have to come to an end. I'm glad they killed Han Solo. I mean, we're not talking about that movie, but I'm glad they killed Han Solo <laughs> off because I'm like Harrison Lost. Ford hated that. I he love hated playing Han Did Solo. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, bummer. he wanted to kill off Han Solo in episode. Is that five. why he's so upset like all the time in the movie? Yeah, whenever he's someone like, asks him about Star yeah, Wars, can't tell kid. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to die. I think in episode five or episode six, he was like, "Kill me now, <laughs> George! Sounds, sounds kill like, me now!" Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I don't know. Harrison Ford, he's grumbling about making money. I'm like, hey. If you're making money. Making that money. You shouldn't be. Anyways. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. So, but we must go on to the next part where it's that time again where Cletus comes out and shows shares a crazy conspiracy. Can I get my theme music? Lead us with Cletus. Thank you, Cephas. This is Lead us with Cletus. Mm-hmm. So there's just a couple little points in this movie. It's actually not, uh, it's it's a pretty clean movie. I mean, on the whole, other than massively violent. <laughs> it's okay, a freak. It's, let me rephrase that. It's an awfully violent and not clean movie. Maybe it's a clean cut, you know what I'm a saying? Clean Them cut claws. sliced, man. That's some, like, that ought to be a Gillette commercial for real, that whole movie. Be like, yeah, we have the sharpest razor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But. So they had a couple of things in the. This movie came out like right after all the political things happened. It filmed. It before filmed all that. Yeah, and before then... all that, it came out right after. Mm-hmm. So there is some elements that were a big factor in this election cycle mm-hmm. that About they walls. didn't take a position on or give an opinion, but they acknowledged that they were problems yeah. leading up to that. So 
there's they're right on the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. Hispanics everywhere. It's a Hispanic gang that beats up Logan in the beginning. Um, For tacos. There's a bunch of like college students y- chanting USA past, yeah. past some uh, Hispanics. Um, which is, I'm glad they didn't make a uh, statement, hashtag the Oscars, but they yeah, did acknowledge that there was problems Oscars. there. Um, I don't know what to think of this, but it's there. Hispanic. <laughs> All the lower class like thugs and criminals... We're Hispanic. And hashtag black is the new white because they had like a pleasant Midwestern family. Yep. That is, uh, I don't know if it was necessary to have a black family. Uh, like, this is where I go, what, did the, did someone write this story and then the diversity police come in and go, <laughs> we uh, we have a lot of Hispanics, they a lot of white people. The, we the got a couple Asians. <laughs> you have the remite. Yo, yo. To remain silent. Oh, dang. <laughs> so, I don't know if they wrote it and then they go, oh, we need a black family. I'm fine with it. And I'm thinking, hey, finally, a quality black family in a movie Yeah, that's not depicted as like, oh, black people are low class or there's no dads it. in the home. Yes. Like, finally, we finally. get a good one. Exactly. But it was, then they it get was great to see, but I was like, murdered. yeah, they do. They get murdered. But the black guy saves Logan. He does. I was nice that that happened that was it was a good part of the movie see they do matter <laughs> they, they do though Sorry. they actually do yeah <laughs> um and the other issue I had with this is why why the pointless nudity there's just it's yes. one little scene it's very quick I have zero tolerance for nudity in movies I like almost want to boycott this movie and never watch it again because of that same as I do with like a movie like 300 mm-hmm. amazing movie 99% of it is awesome and then there's this one nude scene and I'm like Pit Angel, please come back. Please. Why? Why? Mm. That's mm, a separate mm. point, but we're not sponsored by Vid Angel this week because of that. Petition. Um but it's sort of it's nudity just taints a good movie for me. Especially when this movie didn't really need it. They just it didn't. It was such a like oh. granted the violence was there, but it was such a beautiful movie with the violence. And it just it's like that one speck on a beautiful painting that just didn't need to be there. It did not. So that brings us to the fine line, Mm -hmm. the final point. As a lover of Jesus, why, what's the reason you like this movie? I like this movie as a lover of Jesus. Uh, Just because of the, some of the questions that it posed of what fatherhood looks like, where, and where the fathers, um, and the healing nature that fatherhood can have. Um, But as a Christian, I can't really recommend this movie to a lot of people unless I know where they're at in their maturity and where their walk with the Lord is because it is once again we're gonna hit it up hit it again with a violence analogy but it's 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 a pretty violent movie and it's not for everyone you, you had a friend that didn't like it no he liked it I mean he didn't like the violence of it because of where he's at spiritually yeah, so where he's at with the Lord, he's he was like, you know, it was a little bit on the violent side, and I I could totally understand where he was coming from. Uh, you know, just some things are you're opening up your spirit, man, to that much violence. Yeah, and it does have an effect. Um, and so like I think he he, he was fine with it, but like yeah, he's he it was just one of those things that it was that he pointed out that you know, if you're on that walk with the Lord and and you feel, it's it's just no. To me, it's. I'm okay with violence personally because it's a pretty violent book. It's a pretty violent. I mean, you don't see most of those like 
no or uh, Moses crossing the Red Sea. You don't see that in a precious moments Bible. All the floating bodies of dead Egyptians, <laughs> like that's not in there, but that's a, a gruesome and amazingly violent. Uh, Gideon, you know, smashing pots, like that's not in there. Precious, precious well, they moments. They would have the droopy eyes. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> droopy eyes as they die. Um, but violence doesn't hold the same weight as, say, nudity does, because as a filmmaker. I can make a film. It can be amazingly violent. On set, it goes, you know, punch, punch, fake punch. Somebody effects go in there, put the blood on them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh. Okay. Sound effects make it look good. On screen, it looks horrifically violent, mm-hmm. and you go, "Wow, that's violent." But while you're making it, it's like it's all fake. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's all fake. But something like nudity, that's why I have zero tolerance for that in a movie because I go, at the end of the day, there's still a naked person standing there mm. in real life. The same as it is in the movie, mm-hmm. which is why I have zero tolerance for that. But for violence, I'm like, it's fake. Hacksaw Ridge, amazingly gruesome. I'm glad they're able to put that in movies now, whereas previously it just was not allowed. Yeah. It opens up a lot of creative possibilities. Hacksaw Ridge can now look like a real movie versus Alvin York, really old movie. Mm-hmm. Amazingly violent, but they show none of it. Yeah. It's like they shoot someone and you see them like grab their chest as they're right, shot in the chest. Screen, yeah. And there's no blood. There's no bullet holes or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm I like the creative possibilities that we have because so much is allowed, but then they throw in things like nudity and I'm like, why, why it didn't need it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like, oh, it's a lull in the movie, like say passengers. They're just gonna throw it in to keep your interest. Yeah, I mean somebody's interest. I I'm turned off by that in a movie and I'm like, why, why? Like I start taking notes. Yeah, because there's so many other creative wet methods to jumpstart a plot. Yes. And keep the co- uh, and the, keep the audience. That's interested. that's a lazy plot point, really. I mean, yeah. it's that's sort of realistic, I suppose. Like, it was a girl's, like, night out. I guess some people do that. I don't agree with it, but it does happen. Yeah. So we ha- we have no dislikes other than if you personally have an aversion to violence, spiritually or personally. Probably don't see this don't movie. Don't see this movie. Unless if VidAngel were still around. But it'll probably make this movie a two-hour movie into 15, 30 minutes. Yeah, you'd have like two scenes left. Yeah. Be the opening scene. Um, the opening scene? <laughs> wait, no, what am, what am I thinking? The opening scene, yeah, he slices a couple dudes. No, I mean like just where he sleeps, like as soon as he gets out of the car, it would like cut. <laughs> He's like laying in his car, gets out, cut, oh, and, then right. the, and then it cuts right to the end. Wait, no, you wouldn't even cover it. What would be left? It would cut close, straight to the close-up of the girl grabbing Logan's hand. Oh, dude, that's when I lost. Oh, oh man, gosh. me too. Oh man. Oh. So man. many, so many feels. So, my final question mm-hmm. to all of our listeners and myself and you. Yeah. What are you okay with tolerating in movies? What's your limit? How much nudity are you going to allow yourself to see in the name of? Oh well, it's just a little bit, or mm-hmm. violence. Oh, it's you know, it's 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 just violence. What are you allowing into your brain? And is the Lord okay with that being there? Your body is a temple of the Lord. What does He want there? Not what do you want there? That's a valid it's question. It's His temple. It's not your temple. Right. So I think we should talk about this next week. We're going to talk about this in a couple of weeks. Oh what yeah, this is a question posed by Garrett too. Yeah. This yeah, Garrett, as we're going to do a whole episode off of a real listener question. And it's about what our personal fine line is. How much are we allowed? How much are we going to allow ourselves growing spiritually? What what do we allow now? What did we previously allow? Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's it's a clearly known fact. There's ratings on movies because younger audiences, say a nine year old, would you? I would not let anyone no. under fifteen watch no. this movie. Fifteen, dude, I wouldn't let anyone probably at eighteen. Yeah, because it it just exactly which I mean, which is what makes us both different. I would probably go fifteen. You'd go eighteen. Like mm-hmm. everybody's individual, but. Sp- Think about spiritual development. How long have you been a Christian for? Where are you at with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to allow based on where you're at right now? Granted, yeah, because uh, the person who I saw the movie with, he was two years with the Lord. So yeah, And I'm he... loosely 20 years with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with violence and he's not. I don't know how that plays in. But that's just his personal relationship. Exactly. You know, to, yeah. uh, what was that verse again? Which one? All things are... All th- yeah, Paul says in uh, one beneficial. of those books that Paul wrote, yeah, all, all things are permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. There is nothing beneficial about this movie other no. than maybe highlighting to me like... End of a career? No. <laughs> I mean, highlighting to me like, hey, fathers are a good idea. Everyone needs a good father. Logan's reaching out to Charles, Charles. as a father. He dies. He becomes the father figure for the daughter, for he his dies. daughter. Oh, and right. He there's a really emotional point in the movie where he goes, uh, yeah, people who I love get hurt. And she goes, well, I guess I won't have a problem then. And he's like trying to reach out to her like, I'm trying to be more of a father, but I don't want you to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, Not you disowned it. me earlier, so stick right. it. And then she come, they come back together come in the back, end. Yeah, and she's, like, she's wailing as yeah. she's like crying out, daddy, daddy. Yes, yeah. he's dying. It's bad. Oh, oh. 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 with that, Here it comes. send your send your feedback to uh, the Five Line Podcast. The Five Line Podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh gosh, it's actually actually pretty emotional. Check us out on iTunes. We're uh, we're now updating our um. Yeah, on iTunes more often. Yeah. I'm sure, we need to anyway. <laughs> so thanks for uh, thanks for checking us out. This is the Fine Line Podcast. I'm Cletus. I'm Cephas. Don't go, Hugh! Don't go!